gestured them into a conference room surrounded in whiteboards. A wheezing AC unit was set flush in the windowless wall. Can I get you anything to drink? Tea? Coffee? I'd love some coffee, Stephen said. Black is fine. Water for me, said Owen. Nothing, thanks, Ferrara said. But is the restroom still down the hall? Sure is. Cheryl led Ferrara out, and Owen and Stephen sat down at the Formica conference table. Never took a meeting in my socks before, Owen said. Get used to it, Stevens responded. Cultural thing. Though in this building, I think it's just that they want to keep the dirt on the mat in front. Ferrera reappeared. I wanted to get my cousin alone for a few minutes to see what she might have picked up about the fires. She had a few names she thought were good to investigate. The guys have been fired or laid off and had an attitude about it. We can see if they jive with the want the administration offers up. As if on cue, the door opened on two men in business casual. Ferrera stood first, shaking the taller one's hand. Hey, Jake. Josh Ferrera. Didn't expect you here. Thought we were talking to the fire investigator. The stocky man with thinning hair glanced around, and Tim Owen popped up, extending his hand. And we've met before. Hi again, Tim Owen, fire investigator from Maui County. Jake Schumacher, I'm the general manager. This is Fred Okasako, director of operations. Stevens introduced himself, and they all sat back down after the obligatory small talk about where everyone was from. Stevens glanced at Tim Owen, and the young man caught his eye, clearing his throat to get everyone's attention. I asked for this meeting to discuss the series of arson cane fires you've been experiencing in Maui Sugarfields. For the benefit of the detectives here, I'll just recap that we've met twice before, discussing various aspects of these fires. I've given the management here some ideas regarding prevention, which we should discuss again. But now that there's been a fatality, the crime aspect of the investigation is going to shift to the Maui Police Department. I will continue to work closely with the detectives to investigate any fire-related aspect of the case. Thanks for clarifying the rules and responsibilities, Okosako said. He was shorter and stockier than Schumacher but he carried himself with the solid authority of a leader. Jake is the big kahuna in charge of all aspects of the Maui sugar operation. My responsibility is operations, in which I oversee personnel and human resources as one aspect. We have more than 800 employees working in various capacities. Didn't realize you had so many, Stephen said, leaning forward to make contact with the man he sensed was the real head of the company. We want to focus on any employees who might be disgruntled and possibly have fire-setting experience from working with your controlled harvesting burns. Tim had given us a heads-up about that, and I was talking with my department heads and we prepared a list. Okasako produced a typewritten set of names with addresses and phone numbers. Some of these are current employees. Some were laid off a few months ago during budget cuts. As you may have heard, we aren't making much of a profit these days. And some were fired for cause. Stevens took the paper and scanned down it. I see you have 50 names here. That's going to be tough. Do you have some you'd prioritize? Okasako met Stevens' eye with his own direct, pebble-hard gaze. Might start with the ones who were fired, then the ones who were laid off. Jake Schumacher leaned forward. What we noticed is that the fields being burned were close to harvest. By burning them a couple weeks before harvest, there has been an attempt to ruin our harvest, which implies a financial revenge motive, at least from our perspective. What we haven't shared publicly is that this arsonist isn't really hurting us that badly. Yeah, we've lost some tonnage, but we've still been able to harvest and process a good deal of what he's burned. Do you think he knows this? Stevens asked, tapping the paper with his finger. We've kept it out of the news for this reason.
Talk to the reporter and ask her to exaggerate the damage, Schumacher said. We don't want him to start burning the one-year cane. That would really put us back. Stevens narrowed his eyes. From here on out, we need to be informed in a part of any information that is circulating to the public. So you refer to the arsonist as he? Any particular reason? Most of our burn and harvest crews are male, Okasako said. And most arsonists, statistically speaking, are male, Owen interjected. So who knows which field you're going to burn? Stevens asked. It seems like this purpose some insider knowledge. Actually, that's a matter of public record, right on our website, Schumacher said. Because our burns affect the public in terms of health and safety, we have to post our burn schedule. It's right here on our website year-round, and we mail out letters to neighborhoods affected a couple weeks ahead of time. What about protests about your controlled burns? Stevens asked. I've seen some very vocal people complaining about air quality concerns and so forth related to the harvesting. Have you received?